Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Today, I have a special guest, Dylan. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, brother. Thank you for good. having me. No problem, guys. No problem. No problem, guys. I met Dylan in New York at um, the Big Brother USA slash Big Brother premiere party. <laughs> he wrote yeah. up there with Paige, and the rest was history. That was a, that was a fun time. But I remember us sweating in that VIP section because you couldn't move. So we were just standing there. I remember you were talking to Oz's cousin. I was over there by Hannah Chata and we were just like, everybody was just squished together. Let's not talk about that. It was definitely hot. I was just like, I had fun. I should have put the scene off with Big D. um, (laughs) I had fun. (laughs) That was a good thing. Um, God, that was my first time meeting. Paige and Dylan. I think I talked to Dylan on Instagram. That's the first time I met him, which is cool. It was real dope. It made me feel welcome. You know, it was a real dope night. Yeah, <laughs> I had fun. I had a 7 a.m. flight out of Philly the next morning, though, so that wasn't uh, fun. I don't know how you did that. You had to rush and leave. Yeah, I had to go from New York. I wish you could have went to the diner. I wish you could have went to the diner with us. Yeah, maybe more next time. Next time. Chicago. <laughs> We prayed on Chicago, but guys, um, I was on a recap episode with um Paige and Dylan, which is dope. You know, make sure you check out their podcasts. You know, show them love. They're into that challenge in reality TV world. I just talked mental health, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. um, my first question for you, I ask this question to all my guests that come on, and I'm going to ask you, how is your mental health, my brother? Um, right now I would say I'm okay. I just have a lot of stress with podcast stuff, with school stuff. Um, we just had a hurricane in South Carolina. That's where I'm from, where I'm I'm living right now. Um, so that was very stressful. We were out of like work school, basically no one leaving their house for like two days. Um, and I live by myself. So, which I choose to do obviously, but it's stressful, you know, with a natural disaster coming through. Yeah. Um, not to like vent here, but I thought might as well. Um, I have had car issues. I'm having ear infection right now and I'm in the, still in the process of moving. So it's just like a lot of stuff that I have to like accomplish that I feel yeah. like I will never finish accomplishing. Yes. So uh, okay. I would say I'm doing okay. Like I'm, I'm cruising, okay. but there's definitely some bumps in the road. As long as you don't give up, as long as you keep going, you know? Yeah, definitely. Stuff like that. I've probably been like... <laughs> made of myself like what the hell is going on yeah. but you know i'm glad that you are smiling and thriving you know through all that that's going on yep um my next question for you is growing up my brother was it okay not to be okay growing up um i would say yeah so i grew up in new jersey um and it was a very like diverse area which i'm thankful yeah. for um, because you got to meet all types of people, all different kinds of people. And now that I live in South Carolina, it's a little bit less diverse, I would say. Um, but 
you were okay sharing your emotions. Was there definitely people growing up that were like, oh, boys can't cry or boys can't show emotions? A hundred percent. Anywhere you grow up, that's going to be. But growing up where I grew up, it was very opening and accepting to m- most people, I would say. Yes, um, you know, what you're saying and everything, um, what do you, like, we can go right into this next question. Like, what do you say um, about stigma? You know, there's a stigma surrounding mental health, right? But it's also a stigma surrounding men's mental health. You know, like you said, they say we can't cry, we can't be sad, we can't show no emotion, we just gotta be macho, we gotta be this tough person. But like, you know, like I personally feel like, you know, it's okay that we cry, it's okay that we come together, it's okay you hug a brother or something like that, you know, you just never know what you can do to um, say somebody like, so what do you think about that stigma surrounding the um, So I have a quote saved in my phone actually about this. Um, I think we're becoming more, ex- so I want to talk about the stigma of mental health first and I guess yeah. stigma. Um, there's a more of an acceptance to like depression and anxiety nowadays, but the minute somebody has like a, a panic attack, right? Or bipolar um, situation or BPD, it's automatically yeah. people are thinking they're crazy, right? So we need to open our eyes more to how diverse and intense mental health is because yeah. we're just getting to the surface of like depression and anxiety and understanding that, but it's yeah. so much more than that. I mean, there's schizophrenia, BPD, OCD, like, yeah. and once somebody says that, they're kind of like, blackballs you know like thinking they're crazy quote unquote crazy which is not okay so I definitely think the stigma has been getting better but there's so much more work to be done Um, as far as men's mental health I think dude it's I think it's it's bad I mean we've seen how many celebrities like men committed suicide because they don't feel comfortable it's just there's such a stigma around mental health in general but especially men like you can't show emotion, you can't have this, you can't have whatever. But newsflash, men have mental health issues as well. I mean, they have anxiety, depression, OCD, PTSD. I could go on and go on. Like you have to understand that mental health doesn't pick a gender or a sex and you, it's gonna affect everybody. You know, it's crazy. Um, Before I did nine, right? You know, I wasn't really into mental health, but once I started doing it, it opened doors to like see other different stuff of mental health, you know, like eating disorders, um, you know, BPD, PTSD. It was just like different stuff, you know, OCD. You know, I never talked to nobody that dealt with different mental health problems. So, you know, like doing these support groups and just lead, you know, co-facilitating, it's actually taught me that, you know, everybody's mental health journey and issues look different, you know, show grace. You never know what nobody's going through, guys show grace and I had learned it you know before Nami I probably remember like okay this is like why is this person acting like this it's not that big but now I get what's big to me maybe uh small to somebody else was you know big to them maybe small to me yeah a hundred percent I've had friends I have a couple friends that have had like I'm not gonna like share details but yeah um, like severe eating disorder severe addiction problems um bipolar disorder like and it's it's, I, I understand a hundred percent, like, this is going to sound like weird, but like, they're going through a lot worse than what we are being friends with them. Like, I get it can be hard yeah. sometimes to be there for people. Like I a hundred percent get that. And it can be exhausting, but them going through those illnesses are a hundred percent worse than yeah. having to check in on them. Like there's so many people that think, oh, this person has having another mental health pr- 
problem. Like, I don't feel like dealing with them, <laughs> which is not the mindset to have ever. Yeah. Um, Cause you gotta be there. If that's your friend, like you gotta be there through all of it. And there's gonna be some good days and some bad days with mental health. I mean, that's just how it is. Yes. Um, thank you for that. Um, but um, next question for you, do you, uh, what's your, um, do you have like a story about your mental health journey that you would like to share with people? Oh, wow. Um, we're going deep, Talik. Got it. <laughs> um, I would say my worst mental health, let me like open the textbook of life. Yeah. Um, geez, I would say probably because I know a lot of people say COVID, but I actually did pretty well mentally during COVID just yeah. because I prepared for it. Um, like I knew not to have high hopes, basically. Um, I would say either my freshman year of college or like my sophomore and junior year of high school were pretty bad for me. Yeah. Um, freshman year of college, I was living in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I it was more like stress and anxiety, I would say, than depression. But I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And I was living on my own. I was 17 years old and I was paying all this yeah. money for tuition for a degree that I didn't even think I wanted, but I didn't want to transfer back to home because I was like, I'm going to feel like a loser going home after one semester, but I didn't want to spend all that money. Yeah. So it was definitely a stressful situation dealing with that on your own at 17 in a state where you don't know anybody. Yeah. Um, I decided to end up going back to community college and then I was going to move to Texas but then COVID hit. So that, you know, went right downhill. Um, sophomore and junior year of high school, I just think there's a lot of change in my life. Yeah. Um, that's when you start driving, you know, that's when you, I feel like that's when you become like a child to an adult. Cause if you're in middle school, you're a kid, like any middle school is yeah. listen to your children, basically. Um, I feel like in 10th grade, 11th grade is when you like go from child to young adult almost. Yeah. Um, and it was just a different period of my life. I hated my high school. Um, all of my friends that I like liked yeah. were other town over. Oh, um, wow. So, and I had friends in my high school. There was like four or five people that we would play basketball after school, but like newsflash, I'm 22 years old now and I don't talk to any of them. Like, I don't have anybody from high school that I still haven't, I'm in contact with at all. Um, so it was definitely like feeling like, what's that saying? Like a fish out of a tank or something? Or yeah. Something. yeah. I just like, I think I would have done mentally better if I was in a high school with people I liked. But then again, I don't, you never know. You know, it's an unknown situation. Yeah. That's, um, we don't seem like a lot. <laughs> so, ooh, I get it. Like, you know, you, you know, they get, you know, I don't want to say day one friends, but your friends that you ever be around. And yeah. then, you know, you know, to never tell over, you can't. So I get that. You know, yeah. thank you for sharing it. Um, growing up, did you struggle with depression? You know, you're young, so, but did you struggle with, like, with school? Have you struggled um, with depression before? I don't know if I've struggled with depression. I've definitely had stints of, like, sadness, but I don't know if it can be diagnosed as depression because I know there's certain they things. They've different ones. I did date when I was young and in middle school, they diagnosed me with depression. Yeah, so I know there's like some some certain attributes that you have to have to be diagnosed with depression. I don't know if I've ever had those attributes, yeah. but I've definitely had times of sadness. I mean, hundred percent. I think for me personally, stress turns into sadness, just because yeah. when I have like things to do or like an itinerary type of vibe, I have to knock it out. And if it's like overwhelming to me, that will turn into sadness. So yeah. I don't know if I've had 
like clinically depression, but I've definitely had like low points in my life. I would say like freshman year of high school was pretty bad. Oh, wow. Um, I would say I, that was probably the worst just because of the anxiety of what am I going to do with my life? Yeah. Like I was stupid and I felt like at 18 years old, like, oh my God, my life's over. Cause I turned 17, 18 when I was in Tennessee, I turned 18. Uh, I was like, my life's over. I'm an adult now. You know what I mean? When I was so dumb, yeah. I'm 22 now. I was an idiot. Um, but I was like, I don't know what to do with my life. My life's over. I messed up. I went to a wrong, like, I just didn't understand that you can make mistakes along the way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, nobody's perfect. You don't have to have that four-year plan, extra year master's degree, you know, and have a life plan set. Like it's a curvy path, you know, and you'll get there eventually. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. Um, before we go into the next question, I want to say anybody out there that's struggling with suicidal thoughts or suicide ideation, there is a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can dial 988-988, the easiest number to dial, guys, if you are struggling, any thoughts, or do you know anywhere you're struggling, you know, it's better to have a man friend than a dear friend, so, you know, make sure you reach out, make sure you call for yourself. Um, Next question for you. Um, have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide? If you haven't, you know, tell me something you could tell somebody that's yeah. going to I've never had any situation with um, suicidal thoughts myself. Yeah. Um, but I definitely have had friends that have had suicidal thoughts. Um, I think you just have to be there. I mean, even if you're just like, it, 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 it very, it really varies situation from situation. And I know like, what does my opinion matter? Cause I've never been in that situation, but yeah. being there for other people, um, every situation is different and you just have to like be present, you know, see what yes. they need, see what they want, right? Don't isolate yourself or them. Um, some people might be wanting to talk and vent and rant. Some people might just want to sit with somebody. So it, it really depends yeah. on what that person is there for. So I would reach out and just be present and make sure that they know you're there if they want to come calling because you don't want to push them away. Yeah. You know? That's good. I just, you definitely don't want to push nobody away. You know, yeah. you just never know where that person can be. And, you know, they suicide level. You just never know. Yeah. You know, do anything that can harm, you know, harm or just push them away to the edge. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I struggle with um, suicidal thoughts and treatment even trying to attempt. So, guys, just like, you know, I feel like I have when I say this. Make sure you guys reach out to someone, you know, a friend, a trusted friend, you know, that you can um, talk to, text or whatever like that. They can talk to you on that ledge. Sometimes I don't listen to my advice, but also make sure you text your friend, somebody close to you. Whatever that may look like, just text them and say, hey, I'm going through this. You know, I got these thoughts in my head. You know, I'm going to try something. I'm not going to try something. You know, make sure you do or communicate with somebody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very, very important because I'm learning how to do that now instead of just post it everywhere. Yeah. You see, I know you see some of my stuff. So yeah. no, I'm, I, trying, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be better. definitely like a, a way that people deal with it. Some people like just bundle all their emotions up, you know, and yeah. don't say it. Some people like post on social media. Yeah. It just very, it really varies. And you just have to take every situation carefully and see what is the best avenue for like, I guess is the right word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my next question for you, what does mental health mean to you? You know, what does that mean? You oh, hear the word mental really health. Good when you hear that word, when you hear that, when you hear that word, what does it mean to you, brother? 
That's a really good question. Um, wow, I was not expecting that. Um, I would say, here's what I would say. I say mental health is just health, in my yeah. opinion, um, because of how we treat physical health. Um, like you can have like, quote unquote, sick days or whatever it is, yeah. but mental health is like, you expect them to go to work. Like I know somebody, like this is a real story. Um, yeah last year took a mental health day and like she was made fun of by coworkers oh, wow. um, because they like, well, what do you need a mental health day for? What does that even mean? And then she went, there was like a meeting with her boss with everybody. Like it wasn't just her Yeah. and they were like doing new guidelines. And she said, well, what about mental health days? And they were like, well, those don't exist. Like it's that kind of stuff where like you think physical, well, physical illnesses do exist, right? Sickness, all that stuff. But mentally, like you can be in the wrong headspace. And especially if you have like a job, I mean, all jobs are important, don't get me wrong, but some are more important, let's be honest here. Um, if you have a job that's very like precise and you need to be in the game, if you're off mentally, that that's really detrimental. Like you need to have all aspects of your body working at the same time. So I would say mental health is just health, um, just half of it, because the other half is physical health. I agree with you, um, guys. Uh, excuse me, like I always say, F that job, take a mental health day. I yeah, take you your mental health from. days because your mental health comes first. These mm -hmm. jobs are not going to put your mental health first. They don't Say care. Again. Did you see what I put on my story yesterday? No, what did you put on there? I'm going to read the quote. I got this from Yes Duffy, by the way. So, okay. Yes Duffy, challenge champ. Um, your mental health is more important than your career, money, other people's opinions, that event you said you would attend, your partner's mood, and your family's wishes combined. If you take care of yourself, means letting someone down, then let someone down. Um, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. I like that. I like that. That's that is true though, because jobs will replace you so quick. Not care about your mental health. Not care about any breakdowns you had. They do not care. They expect you to just show up and work. And put this aside, but sometimes people that struggle with these deep mental health issues, they can't put it together. There's times I couldn't get out of my bed. I just didn't want to be there. It was like recently I was even talking to a couple of coworkers. I just was in my bed, just like depressed, you know, suicidal. I just was like trying to figure out which way I was going in life and I just was stuck. So I just didn't say that to nobody because I didn't want to take nothing out of nobody. I rushed to stay my ass home. <laughs> like took a mental health there. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely like something that needs to be talked about more because yeah. it's, it's such a like uh, a fine line and people don't understand like they don't get it people a lot of people still don't get it you know um I always say put it I mean over other if you're gonna hurt somebody like don't obviously don't physically hurt them but like if yeah. you're gonna let down take your mental health day like it doesn't your mental yes. health matters you know what I mean or over your job over whatever and then you might get shit for it but in the long run who cares yeah, my um, last question for you. How do you feel about therapy? Oh, <laughs> so this is gonna be a hot take, but I think therapy works for certain people. Okay. I don't think therapy works for me. I think you have to have that personality for therapy to work. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to go into like the negative aspects of therapy because that's not what this is about, but I just don't think therapy works for me personally. And I'm sure there's other people that it doesn't work for, but yeah. I do know Pete, like literally last night I was talking to somebody that like loves therapy, loves their therapist. 
Um, so it definitely has to be your thing, right? Um, yeah. And if therapy is not your thing, find your thing that helps. I mean, it doesn't have to be therapy. It can be whatever helps you um, like find your inner self and find happiness. But if therapy is your thing, like go for it, listen to your therapist, believe in what they're saying. They know what they're talking about. Um, they definitely have, you know, been to school for it. Um, but I think it, it really, everybody's so different in this world and it really, and every trauma is different and every mental health issue is so different. So it really depends on who you are as a person to see if it works for you or not. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody know I love therapy, you know, I encourage people to go to therapy, but you is right though. And therapy may not be for everybody. It's different. It's different forms of therapy, guys. You don't need to go to therapists. It's free support groups out here. You know, shout out to Nami, um, Bus County. But, uh, you know, it's not replacing therapy, but there's something. Some people feel better talking in groups. You know, some people feel better doing art therapy, music therapy, just whatever that looks like. A hundred percent. I know some people that love art therapy and even talking to your group. So you're not talking one-on-one like a doctor, but you can like relate yeah. other people yes. that are the same thing. Like go for it. When I, when you mentioned therapy, that's interesting. I only thought about like one-on-one with a therapist. Yeah. I didn't think about all this other stuff at all. Cause you know, like I always say, try to say different stuff. Cause I'm like, you know, therapy, like you can have a hobby that you really love and it could be therapy like i didn't even know it was like and i know my friends do like music therapy i know it's art therapy it's just like different type of you know like yoga is like therapy you know people do yoga and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. yeah but it's different type of stuff and you were i agree with you every, every therapy ain't for everybody i can say you know some people might not work for them some people yeah. are not that comfortable talking to just a stranger about their problems 100 percent. yeah i agree and my next question for you, what are some good coping skills you would recommend to somebody struggling with their mental health? What would some coping skills be? Interesting. Yes. Um, I would say you have to find something to look forward to every day. So you have to like stay positive, which I get can be hard. But like, for example, if you're looking forward to like a show, like keep like looking forward to that show all day, right? Keep yourself like having some like a goal or something to look forward to and just keep going day by day. You know what I mean? Like that's not the long-term goal day by day. I mean, you want to get like help, but yeah. while you're currently struggling, I would definitely do like take it, just keep swimming, you know, Dory from Finding Nemo, like just yeah. keep swimming. Um, whatever path you can find, take it um, and just keep going. But while you're doing that, find a long-term recovery plan. Yes, um, that's true. In, in that's your true. life. That is so true. A recovery plan, that's definitely needed. A lot of people forget about it, but it's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say, guys, you know, maybe, you know, a journal, you know, um, I learned that, you know, watch, you can watch a TV, binge watch a show that you already watch. Sometimes that helps because you know the outcome. And it kind of helps you with your depression, anxiety, um, gym, exercise. You know, I've never been there, but exercise is a good stress reliever. You know, make sure you guys get in there, burn up calories. My next last question to you, right? Next, not my last question. Oh, yeah, my last question to you. I like to end it off on like a great note. So promote Dylan. You know, talk, let them know what's going on with Dylan. You know, you interviewing. Okay. All the stars, man. What's going on? <laughs> Get to my own horn, but um, so I have a podcast called Chilling with Dylan. Um, I have over 30 interviews right now. I have a couple more coming out this month and next month. Um, so my Alyssa Lopez one just came out. She was on Big Brother 23. 
and the Challenge USA. And then I have James Wallington coming out soon, who was also on the Challenge USA. Um, I also have a blog um, on Medium where I do like fantasy cast and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'll do a preseason power rankings for the challenge, Rider Dies. Um, and I write sports articles and murder articles too. So if that's your cup of tea, um, it's in my link tree on my bios. Um, I made a TikTok. He loves, um, crumble, he loves crumble cookies, you guys. He loves crumble cookies. Yeah, so I made a TikTok. Um, and I've been doing, well, there was one day where I made a bunch of unhinged TikToks, but I usually do like crumble cookie reviews just because like it's something to do and something to look forward to on Mondays. Um, today's yeah. was not good. There was like a blue mint thing. It wasn't good, but it's something to do. <laughs> um, if you want to follow me on TikTok, that's at Dylan.Deckard. And then my yeah. Instagram is at the Dylan Deckard. And I have a podcast Instagram. And then I also have a food Instagram that people don't really know about because I don't promote it much. Yeah. But if you want to follow my food, go ahead. It's Dylan is eating. I haven't posted on it in a week, but that's really it for me. Um, <laughs> I will be on both challenge manias. If you want to come say hi. Um, I know I've gotten some DMs about Challenge Made in San Diego, and I don't think I'll be able to go because of my ear infection, but I will be at some more events soon, hopefully. Yes, that's what I talk about. You know, guys, this podcast is amazing. I like, I always, and I think when I first was talking to Dylan on Instagram before we met, I was like, I like how you post your episodes. Like, it just be like a little cartoon, draw it up, yeah. and y'all just cooking, chilling, yeah. working out. It just, that is so dope. I told him, like, that's so, so dope. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, the, the people, and I've got a bunch of questions about that. Um, yeah. I have an artist that does them, but yeah, it's definitely something that I wanted to do to, like, stay in the town, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but um, I just want to say thank you for coming on and being a guest on the Mental Health Podcast and just talking all things mental health, you know, thank you for coming into my world, because I, you know, I've been in your page world, it yeah. was a little different, I'm just, I'm just I mean, <laughs> it's different, but you know, thank you, man, for coming on. Thanks for man. having me, this was fun. Thank you. It was fun. I don't worry. I'm sorry.